Section 7 of The Wavy-Tailed Warrior. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Wavy-Tailed Warrior by John Breck. The Birds Enlist in the War. The next one to find poor sick stripes after bob white quail had flown away was nibble rabbit hey stripes he said whatever is the matter i tried to eat all the potato bugs to keep my promise to help tommy peel deed and i did nibble but i got too many inside of me all at once they worm and sting well it didn't take nibble long to call dr muskrat and it didn't take dr muskrat long to stop the squirming and stinging stripes thought was going on inside him you certainly prove that fighting those click wings isn't your regular job he said you can't gorge on them you must never eat more than three at a time without eating something else in between any metal lark could tell you that they could but they wouldn't stripes sniffed he was feeling much better they flew away when they saw me coming they did cried nibble well they've all come back again you just ought to hear them there cheep interrupted bobby robin swooping down for a drink ugh i am glad that's over with what's over with dr muskrat was surprised to see how much he was drinking eating a potato bug chirped bobby robin i told that quail none of us thrushes could eat em but he wouldn't listen he's ruffling about like a kingbird and he says he'll peck the eyes out of any bird who refuses to try one you just ought to see what's going on and who he's got to help him but i must be flitting where to asked stripes by now he was taking an interest in things to send over everything i can find that has feathers in its wings said bobby robin bob white needs em and before he'd flown past tad coon's tree along came meow the catbird and told them exactly the same tale and that cheered stripes so much that he got up on his wobbly legs and staggered over to see what was going on he saw oh i can't tell you everything he saw for there were orange orioles and dark red orioles and scarlet red tanagers and blue and red bluebirds and fawn-colored cedar birds and black 
and white and tan bobolinks all eating and shouting with the meadow larks flying around as thick as gnats on a summer night calling catch em and eat em up he saw chewy the chickadee leading a regiment of gorgeous black and white and blue and yellow and orange and green warblers in and out through the dark green leaves of the potato plants urging them to pick peck pick all you see it was eggs chewy was hunting every once in a while a whole cloud of birds would go winging off to feed in the woods and the grain fields and another cloud would come in and settle down to eating the potato bug army again those good birds stripes squealed joyfully i'll never eat another egg he was so grateful he just had to tell the first bird he met that was jake the blue jay who was perched on a wild apple tree in the fence row those nice good birds he said i'm going right over to thank them don't you do it warned jake don't you say a word till they're all finished or they'll fly away and never come back at all they aren't doing this for you they're doing it for bob white quail if they thought for a minute it was because bob white wanted you to stay here they'd say he was crazy i guess you're right stripes agreed sadly the meadow larks flew away yesterday the very first minute they saw me all the same i just wish they knew i hadn't touched an egg since i came here cept in only bob whites and i paid up for those and i never will again what's more i won't let anyone else if i know anything about it if they'd only let me bring my family to help i think we could even keep slyfoot the mink away don't mention it exclaimed jake i know birds you can't reason with them they wouldn't think of it they wouldn't even hear you they'd been moving along as they talked getting closer and closer to where the birds were busiest and noisiest i can hear them all right enough stripes had to shout did you ever listen to such a racket that little brown one is the loudest of all she's jenny wren jake called back you couldn't talk low and hear even yourself besides he thought no one was looking at anything but the fighting he didn't see the slim brown mate of coquilico the thrasher slip out of the grass beside them jenny left johnny to watch her eggs while she got a drink hours ago he went on she just loves the boss things but poor johnny thinks the hawk has got her 
It's a wonder the hawk hasn't caught someone, isn't it? Stripes said. No, it isn't, squawked Jake. Look up in that pickery pea tree. He mounted acacia with long spiky thorns and blossoms like garden peas strung in tassels. Stripes squinted. He isn't used to looking up and finally shaded his eyes under his paw. What about it? he asked in a puzzled way. Why, Bob White has it all filled with fighting kingbirds. They'd fly at an enemy and peck his eyes out, and if the hawk chased them, they'd hide in the prickers where he couldn't possibly catch them. The hawk knows. I say, Stripes, what do you suppose that thrasher is telling them? They're looking straight at us. But before Stripes could even think, Jenny Wren began to squawk twice as loudly as before. Murder! Help! Help! End of section 7